Recent data from Gallup shows that by mid-April of this year, 62% of employed adults in the United States spent some time working remotely as a result of coronavirus. A recent Bernie Portal survey that we sent out suggests that over 75% of respondents spent time working from home. If working from home was a, was a trend that was already happening, then coronavirus accelerated it. With so many people working remotely, I'm dedicating today's episode to the challenges HR parties of one are facing while managing remote workforces. And specifically, I'm going to go over how to evaluate um, tools that can help you with time and productivity tracking so that you can keep your teams operating efficiently while they're working from home. Welcome to HR Party of One. I'm your host, Ryan McCoslin. Today, we're gonna to go into detail on three things. The difficulties that organizations face while working remotely, employee tracking and productivity solutions that are available and how to find the right platform for your team, and how to roll out that solution and elevate HR's role in the process. Let's get into it. Remote work has always brought its own set of challenges with it. Employees deal with unreliable internet connections, childcare, interruptions from pets or roommates, uncomfortable or cramped workspaces, and lack of instruction from managers or colleagues. I can tell you that uh, I used to film HR Party of One from our studios in downtown Nashville. Now I'm filming it from my home office. Filming from our studio was easier. I had a teleprompter. For employers and HR professionals, there are more unique challenges. Working remotely results in fewer touch points between managers and direct reports. So managers have less insight into issues around tracking time and productivity and even engagement. Not to mention the, the question around exempt versus non-exempt. Remember that non-exempt roles qualify for overtime. And you want to make sure that employees who are not exempt have enough work to get to 40 hours a week. It's very important to start from this frame of reference. You could have employees not working a full 40 hours a week, but clocking 40 hours. Also, you could have employees who are only working 40 hours a week, but clocking 60. And, and there are other employees who won't have any issues at all. Let's set aside time tracking. Now let's talk about coaching. In most office environments, Managers are available when employees have questions or they get stuck. This type of interaction is lost or muddied when teams are working remotely. Suddenly, if an employee is saying they're struggling to get their work done, the manager doesn't have a frame of reference or insight into what might be causing that, making it a lot more difficult to, to remove barriers and solve problems to help that employee get back on track. Before this pandemic, some organizations may have been able to offer work from home options to a handful of employees one or two days a week. And some teams may have even come up with ad hoc rules and regulations addressing the challenges that I just laid out. But now, with entire offices working from home, your team needs a single specific policy addressing these challenges. One that's created and maintained by HR parties of one. A key component of this new remote work approach is you should consider adopting an employee productivity and time tracking solution. Let's start with the basics. What is productivity and tracking software? These digital solutions allow HR parties of one to better understand how their teams are operating while they're working remotely. And there are many different solutions. Some like Vericlock and Time Doctor specialize in tracking employee hours worked, ideal for teams that work or bill on the clock. Others like Hubstaff, the solution our team at Bernie Portal uses uh, tracks productivity by monitoring mouse movement 
and keyboard activity. Hubstaff even takes random photos of, of, of your desktop um, multiple times every 10 minutes so that employees can have a visual representation of all the work that they've done each day. I had a chance to talk to Hubstaff's CEO and co-founder, Dave Naveau, and he told me that taking random screenshots at intervals is, is the best way to do this because managers don't have desire or time to watch videos of their employees doing work. But when having coaching conversations, it's helpful to be able to look at screenshots together. He also told me that Hubstaff is a best case fit for teams that have at least some of their people outside the main office. This can be a field type team member or a team member that works primarily on a computer in a home office. Our customers need information on how their people are working and what they're working on, how fast projects are getting done, how much they need to pay their people and more. And those are the types of admin activities that Hubstaff automates. With so many options, choosing the right one for your team can be tricky. It all depends on how your team operates and what specific issues you've faced as you've transitioned to working remotely. Consider the following questions when making your decision. Is there time tracking functionality? If you have employees who are not exempt and work hourly, this is a must have. How does it monitor productivity? It's good to know exactly how this works for the platform you choose. Some uh, record the user's screen all day, 24 hours a day. Others track keyboard strokes and um, keep a record of them. Hubstaff, for example, um, takes screenshots uh, at random intervals and also measures mouse activity and keyboard activity without logging strokes. How can this help managers coach employees? Some employees may need coaching and guidance from time to time, especially if they're having trouble meeting deadlines or, or getting projects in. A tool that can help measure productivity and engagement can give managers the data they need to provide effective coaching. What are the technology requirements? You can't roll out a software solution if you don't have the hardware that supports it. Does the system have access to your team's information? What kind of data does it pull? And how does it pull that data? Some businesses may be more comfortable sharing this data than others, depending on their industry. Can it be turned on and off? Some solutions run all the time in the background, 24-7, while others give employees the ability to turn it on and off. You'll need to determine which option makes the most sense for your team and what does it cost. Of course, you're going to need to understand what kind of investment you're going to make in order to get the efficiencies or productivity gains you expect. And here are two more questions you should ask yourself that have more to do with your role as the HR party of one. How can I make the biggest impact on my team? I touched on this in a recent episode where we talked about rehiring workers who were laid off uh, because of COVID-19. But you're in the best position to evaluate software options related to this. You know how your team operates. You know what your priorities are for upcoming quarters. And, and, and you're in a position where you have the data around um, hours worked or time and attendance. And all the problems uh, productivity tracking software will help solve. Don't shy away from making this choice and having a really big impact on your team um, as a result. And who at your organization is going to use this software? Will it apply to everyone or just to hourly workers who are non-exempt? Now, non-exempt workers can you know, use it to clock in and out, so that's a no-brainer. But it may make sense to have everyone use the software, as in some cases, it can um, improve the way you're monitoring data security. At Bernie Portal, on our team, 
we decided to have everyone use this software. Um, we thought it might help us reach data security objectives required by our annual SOC 2 audit. In case you aren't familiar, uh, a SOC 2 is a certification um, you can get from a third-party auditor who evaluates um, how well you protect customer data. Put simply, identifying the right productivity software can help protect your data even better. Once you've selected a platform, it's time to roll it out. Understand that some employers do this quietly without telling their employees. We decided to, to clearly explain uh, how the platform we selected works in the spirit of full transparency. You'll want to include the following in your communication when you roll it out. Determine who approves overtime. As the HR party of one, this presents a clear opportunity for you to lead your organization. A commitment to consistency is key here. Managers may be more likely to grant exceptions, which could cause problems down the road, like employees feeling treated unfairly. So make it clear that all overtime permission is approved by you. And introduce the platform. Share the platform with your team, Links to, or link to the solutions website, and provide a high-level overview that explains what it means for employees. Identify users of the new platform. Be clear about who you expect to use the system. Will non-exempt employees be required to use it? What about exempt employees? Everyone needs to know. Identify a start date. This one's self-explanatory, but it can't hurt to say it anyway. Tell your employees when they need to start using the system. Explain how people use the platform. This can include how team members create their account, how to download the mobile app, if applicable, or desktop app, and how they clock in and out. Screenshots in this communication are especially helpful for visual learners. You can even demo the software during an internal meeting to make it easier for, for teammates. And explain how the platform improves coaching communication. Set employee expectations by explaining how the solution facilitates coaching opportunities between managers and direct reports. If the instructions are clear, you put your organization and all of your employees in a position to be successful, resulting in better engagement and improved productivity and, and a byproduct, a, a natural consequence of um, these benefits is that your role and your entire organization will be elevated. But that's not all you need to include in your rollout communication. In addition to clear instructions, you need to prepare a frequently asked question document that anticipates concerns and questions employees may have. Let's review some of the following questions and answers, which are based on the FAQs that we put together when we were rolling this out for our own team. As a team member who's paid hourly, will I still clock in and out with our old system? No. Starting on this day, your hours will be tracked by our new platform, meaning you no longer need to clock in and out with the previous system. I don't like the idea of people being able to see my screen. Why the big change? Well, this is a change from our normal remote work procedures. It's no different from when we were in the office, when anyone could see your computer screen. Now a handful of people can, um, including your manager, who can use insights from the platform to provide feedback and coaching in real time. Things seem to have been going fine without this new software. Why the change now? When we began working remotely, we thought it might just be for a few weeks. Uh, this is no longer the case, and we're not completely sure when it will end. Coupled with the conversations around SOC 2 audit requirements, it made sense for the company to research our options. What if I request to work more than 40 hours and HR says no? How am I supposed to get my work done if I don't have enough time to do it? HR is confident that employees can finish their work within 40 hours, as was the case before we began working remotely. That said, we'll make individual determinations if you request to work more than 40 hours. If HR declines your request, the expectation is that you should be able to accomplish your job responsibilities that week within 40 hours. 
If you're struggling to finish your work, the new software should be helpful both for you and your manager to identify why. What other options did HR consider? HR weighed the pros and cons of the various industry-leading productivity platforms and concluded that the new system best fits our needs at this time. What if I accidentally forget to turn on the platform? You'll get negative feedback from your manager for failing to use the platform. Just like with any negative feedback, continued failure to change your behavior can result in termination. What else does this software do? Feel free to check out the website. Among other functions, you'll see it measures productivity. Managers can use this information for coaching, as when we worked in person. I'm salaried. How does this apply to me? The company is rolling this out for everyone, salaried as well as hourly team members, because increasing data security can help maximize the likelihood we'll get a clean SOC 2 audit. While you're not paid hourly, HR believes that everyone wants to be as productive during work hours as possible. As a result, you may also receive feedback from your manager based on the platform's data. What if I'm hourly and my workload is always higher than 40 hours per week during a certain period of the year? HR understands the workload fluctuates throughout the year and may relax the approval requirement for people in those roles during that time. These FAQs represent just some of the questions that your organization may get if and when you roll this out. It's your job to identify others that may be unique to, to your team so that you can uh, address concerns ahead of time and increase cohesion and adoption and ensure this is a successful rollout that ultimately achieves the objectives you have in mind. Selecting the right productivity platform takes time and dedication. But if you roll it out correctly in the ways that we just discussed, it can do wonders um, around improving productivity and engagement while you're managing a remote team. You may even find it to be so helpful that you think about adopting other technologies like our all-in-one HRIS Bernie portal and, and applicant tracking. Part of owning your role involves anticipating questions and concerns your team may have and addressing them ahead of time in a way that inspires confidence. As always, we have a ton of other resources that, that could be helpful to you as you're evaluating remote um, productivity platforms and you know addressing other challenges that come with managing remote teams. For simplicity, I've included links to the most relevant blog posts in the description below. If you haven't already subscribed, go to blog.bernieportal.com to sign up for the latest HR news as it becomes available. And don't forget to like and subscribe this episode on HR Party of One and ring the bell so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You should take ownership of evaluating whether a productivity platform makes sense for your team. And if it does, you should take ownership of choosing the that's the best option. You can elevate your role and have a positive impact while your team is you know, doing this remote work thing. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make.